welcome to CircuitCast. My name is Israel Randall and today I'm going to be in conversation with Rangitu here Hollis. Welcome to the pod. Kura. We're talking today because Circuit has commissioned you to make uh, a short film for our 2020 program of artists in a com- cinema commissions which this year is called Sovereign Pacific Pacific Sovereigns. Uh, there are five films in the program from Aotearoa in the Philippines. You can see them at Pataka on Friday 23rd of October at 6.30pm. Uh, Sovereign Pacific Pacific Sovereigns is curated by Circuit's curator at large, David Tay, who has also convened the Circuit Symposium taking place the next day at Pataka. So, Rangi, I wanted to talk to you about how you came to make this work. I think this this work is um, a part of my own practice. It's a part of a, like a, a way I've been working for a long time. Um, I, I, I think um, thanks to the commission from Circuit, uh, I was able to make the work and I was able to uh, focus on... Uh, an endpoint, a, a goal of because uh, I work iteratively, and quite often, you know, I, I was talking with you about this earlier on about how um, without a, an endpoint, the 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 work would be endlessly produced and reproduced and and never finished. So, I'm a little bit familiar with your practice, and the first time I came across, I guess, one iteration of across the face of the moon was at the um, Black Dot Taotai Melbourne show. How has your thinking moved from that work that I saw at um, Melbourne into this one? This, this work focuses around, um, f- for me, uh, a personal moment where I could make sense of how I'd been working in that practice. Because, you know, for me, I'm always making, I'm always making something. Um, I'm always thinking about the next thing that I'm making. I'm always thinking about what I'm making at the time. But I'm also thinking about, like, um, how to express these complex ideas for me that may be less complex complex for others once once they see them. But... Uh, Can can we just break from the the script? Yeah, and just converse converse about the work that we saw. Israel, you just you just saw the work, and Mm -hmm. you'd seen a a few earlier iterations of the work before. Mm -hmm. I I was too afraid to be there, so I hung out at the back and waited until you'd seen most of it before I came inside. Mm -hmm. As, As as one of the first viewers to see the work, what did you think? I really noticed changes in tempo and I liked it because I feel like there's um, this rhythm that this kind of work um, moves around um, like physically in the movement of the what would you call them animations and in the um, tempo of the music and I feel like together they kind of create this dynamic movement in the piece where you're moving us through your thoughts and they maybe your thoughts come slower or faster in different types of forms 
And then I also, and I kind of like how you've started to talk about your family because you didn't originally, eh? This is a new thing. Uh, I think a lot of my work has always sort of been focused in on on family um, since I started making it. But, like, I, I don't think I've spoken about it. It's been more visual. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been more um, video or animation or, or, or that type of work. How do you feel about the work? I had this realisation that, like, the the pressures on me were always going to be there and that I should try and live. That, I think, has come across in the, in the first part of the, the, the short film. This sort of long lingering feeling, you know, like I've had for a long time about the places I've lived. Like I, I was counting them. Someone asked me the other day, like, how many places have you lived in Auckland since you've been here? Like 20 years, I lived in 10 different places, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And thinking about each one, like it's sort of, I, f- I feel a bit like that. Like I feel like I'm I'm not at home anywhere, but like until I, I came to stay in Marirewa, I feel more at home here. I feel like the, the, the place is, is, um, more like a home than perhaps, you know, like where I grew up in some ways. But, like, that's that's because I think that a lot of people here are in the similar sort of position as, as us, you know, like have, have been moving for a long time. And I feel like, you know, like we're, we're finally starting to settle, maybe put down some roots in a place. Um, and Marirewa, I don't know, like it, it doesn't feel the same as the the harshness of some of the places we lived before, I think Mangere was another place we we felt um, as a family. Or before my son was born, you know, like when we were living here a long time ago, we felt strength and unity and 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 each other because we were in a, a place that was populated by a lot of brown people, and mm. you know that that sort of change the brown faces around us um, made us feel more at home and. Also, you know, like my missus had a good job at the time. Mm. So like it was it was sort of like, you know, we were finally at a, a place we weren't, you know, struggling as much. We had debt collectors calling us up, you know, like, but, you know, like we were able to pay them back and make a great agreements and arrangements and stuff with them instead of running from them mm. for so long. You know, like, um, um, you know, Marirewa, we're, we're, we're starting to, to settle into a space where we're, we're able to like make ends meet. Mm. more and are able to you know like live a little bit better you know not not worry about the the future as much i think there was at the start of of that movie you might feel like there's a little bit of concern about the future mm. and i i don't think that gets lost i don't think you lose that i think that's a part of you know like a, a necessary part of like a survival instinct or something like that that you, you you carry with you. But there's also the realization part of the way through that film, and at least the me, that that sort of fear needs to be shed or you need to come to terms with it and understand it so that you can you can grow and and, and start to create a little bit more effectively. And you know, with the young fellow running around, you know, it, it sort of gives you this focus and purpose. Um, for what it is that we do as a as a family. I was going to ask, how did you find it transitioning from, I guess, maybe shorter film to cinema? Yeah, it, it messed with my head. Like it, it, it really did mess with my head. Like um, uh, thinking about 
you know, like what, what's usual or typical in that sort of space, you know, like and, and for a long time I was trying to adhere to like some sort of perception that there was a, a standard, like a, a way of doing things that was the right way of doing things and I, I needed to take that on board. And I, I think that, you know, while I was thinking about that, I, I sort of realised that like, yeah, I, I sort of don't think like that. You know, I don't really... No, I love love movies. I don't get to watch as many as I'd like to because as soon as I turn on Netflix, I fall asleep. You know, like I I love cinema, but like the fragments, you know, like bits and pieces of like films that stand out for me, and memory, like like memory, like the, these small pieces. And I wrote about it in a piece that like a while ago about like how I feel like there are pieces of me dotted around Auckland. There are pieces of me dotted around like the East Coast and, and places I've grown up in Wellington and stuff like that. You know, like a little bit like Harry Potter's like bad guy, villain, Horcrux. Like the, 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 they're like parts of who I am that are all over the place that f- from there it makes it me who I am and me, I think in this sort of, yeah, that's not making sense, but like I, I think in this sort of like, in these broad terms that I am also me from years ago and me in the future at the same time. What I got from what you just said, though, in my head, I was thinking how, you know, when you watch movies and you drift in and out, but then you, like, have these random snippets of the movie that, that you remember? And then I related that to, like, how you feel, like, there's fragments of you all throughout New Zealand and the, the different places you've stayed and how that like fragmentation I guess idea I see that in the film like I see like these little fragments and little pieces that mean may mean different things to me also different things to you but still like grounded in this place where you are now like Manurewa yes that's actually quite interesting yeah, well, it makes more sense than what I said. <laughs> but but yeah, also memory. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know, like everything that we do is, is is bound to, you know, memory in some way. You know, like my memory shot because, like, I was an art student for nine years. Um, Mark was telling me that you originally said that the cinema space was, um, you viewed it as like a colonial space until you came across anime? Is that correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it wasn't it wasn't even called anime back then. What was it called? Um, no, it was just called anime. It was just like a movie that was made in Japan. Oh, yeah. Like for us anyway. Like I, I think that you know that was one of the um the moments like years ago. Like um, I, I saw a movie. Um, oh, what was it called? I uh, I, I I think it was. It was called The Last Unicorn or something like that, but it had a link to Miyazaki. Um, and it was just like nuts. Like it was, it was, it was different. It had a different pacing, a different timing, a different sense of, of time. And, you know, like Western animation, like, you know, Warner Brothers and Disney and all that sort of stuff has this, you, you sort of know what's going to happen as soon as, well, once we've seen a few of them, you sort of know what's going to happen before you've watched the movie. Yeah, and you know, like, and, and it's a sort of well, you know, if everyone knows what's going to happen in Cinderella because, like, everyone knows that story before they like have ever seen the movie. But you know, it, it, it's this sort of what do they call it? Um, ah, simple, simple phrase. Um, 
it's like they're using a template. It's yeah. like they're using a. Um, it's like a known narrative. Or yeah, like yeah. A known there's timeline. A yeah, yeah. Is there a word for it? Oh. Yeah, there's a word for it. So, do you feel like the anime play with that timeline and like have more unexpected yeah, formats? I, I think that Japanese movies, Japanese film and cinema has a different imperative, a, a different set of uh, goals that it wants to achieve. Mm. Um, I, I think it has a different rhythm. And a cadence to the movement of the characters, you know. Like when I when I started seeing Jap- Japanese cinema, like Kurosawa and, and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh, this is there's, there's something to this. This, you know, like it, it has a different pace. Maybe I'm not picking picking up on all of the subtleties of the characters. Maybe I'm not like figuring out exactly everything that's happening. But I like that. You know, I like not knowing everything. Mm. You know, I like not having everything explained to me. I like. I like having this sort of like moment of like misunderstanding, this moment of doubt, this moment of um, not being fully aware of everything, um, which you quite often are aware in in Western cinema, you know, like everything's spelled out for you. Mm. Um, But, you know, there are Western animations that sort of break from that too as well. Like um, one of my favourite animations ever is Waking Life. Oh. Um, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's me. And that, 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 and one of the worst movies, apparently, apparently one of the worst movies ever made, The Southland Tales. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, it has a really bad score on Rotten Tomatoes and like IDBM or whatever it is. Yeah. But I, I love it because it, it just it just plays with that the preconceptions that you have when you go to see a film, and it just doesn't make sense. And all the sort of actors are these sort of like, you know, just under, you know, they're, they're not the Tom Hanks's. They're not, you know, they're not the Bruce Willis's. They're not the, I, don't, I can't even think, you know, like. The, in, the high tearing. Yeah, yeah. Top of the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the rock's in it, but like he, at the time he was sort of like, you know, mostly wrestler at yeah. the time. You know, these sort of movies that sort of just change and and shift with pace and, and, and they don't really adhere to tropes or, or they don't really adhere to rhythms. Mm. No, they, 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 they're sort of just off the expected. And I, I think that's better. Like I, I, I feel like I, w- I want to do that. Like I feel like this is rhythm, mm. this pace that like you were talking about earlier on, about yeah. like this, this sort of pace. I like to think of it as like a, a cadence, like a, a movement. I, I thought more as, as the work was coming to an end that like um, there was a, a rhythm that was – becoming apparent. And I was thinking about the viewer and about how they would maybe feel the the work or physically like react to the, the rhythm that was being created for them. Mm. Thinking about how that might need to sort of care for the viewer, if that makes sense. Like, because mm. at the start, it's sort of abrupt, sort of matter of fact, sort of like, um, you know, bang, 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 bang. You know, yeah. like, and then after that, you you sort of need this this time to reflect on that space. Yeah. You know, like you you, you need that time to sort of, you know, the the rhythm has been created. You need sort of a, a break. You know, maybe that would be like Seven Private Run. <laughs> Just like put that out there. You know, like the 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 war scene at the start. You know how all these guys are getting blown up all around, all over the place, uh, and then you know after that you have to like connect with the characters and. Stuff mm. like that, you know. That's just a 
that's not what I was thinking when I was making it, but like I'm just trying to make a connection to that same sort of rhythm, how that pace happens to work. You know, there needs to be like a, a break from the concussive, percussive sort of rhythm that that's created by a narrative or in a in a story, so that people can reflect on what has just happened. Mm. What is this thing with the tigers? What are these tigers about? I know it's not all up in this particular work, but mm-hmm. I I remember I saw lots of iterations of the like different tiger like animations. There is a there is a um a, a mention of tigers in in this yes. work. And there are also lions in this work. Lions. Um, so that that's from a, a an idea I had around the oldest story ever written is was was written in cuneiform, and what was about cuneiforms are like a, a a style of writing where you use like a sharp stick to puncture into uh, clay. Oh. Um, so it's the oldest form of found writing. You know, there are obviously with stories before it, but this is the the first recorded story and it was about Gilgamesh and Gilgamesh was a, a a man who became king by going out into the desert and killing a lion and bring it back oh. so I, I sort of had this idea about um, the idea of the lion from from that story you know the oldest written language you know like um, for, for us as Māori we, we were brought this sort of written language and I, I, I sort of was for some reason I identified with the lion um, and sort of like the idea of being the lion and coming back and killing the king. <laughs> or being, you know, like as a way of coming back and, and um, enacting revenge for my fallen brethren around that. Um, hmm. You know, someone who would cross from one world into another to claim the rewards or the, you know, the, the kudos or the, the the adulation of his peers from going from one space to another in order to, to um to kill like what is sovereignty to you sovereignty uh for me is about agency the capacity to do whatever i want you know for me maybe the traditional ideas relate to a a sovereign as in one person or like a a a person who's an authority over everyone Mm. and you know like i I I don't feel comfortable in that sort of space, you know. Like I'm I'm sort of like more concerned about the agency that I have in my own life and and the ability to do what I want um, with and do things for my family and not being um, held down by a sovereign um, to be able to like make uh, work that I want to make, to be able to say what I want to say without being without having that constrained by someone else for me and I I look forward to the um, symposium to find out other people's takes but but for me I I can't get away from the idea of sovereign as queen or king for me I can't get away from the idea of 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 sovereignty as as being about rule over over someone else or some other group of people Mm -hmm. so for me I, I don't like that I don't want to be a sovereign or have sovereignty where my domain has, is, is to dictate to others how they should be. So for me, that that's the issue that is probably because I have this sort of like um, uh, conditioned response to the term. But for me, I don't want anyone to have that authority over me as well. 
You know what I mean? So like, so that's my issue with 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 the term, is that you know I wouldn't want that power, and I don't think anyone else should have that power. Can you tell me a little bit about um, that, like digital water living room space, like scene? That that was an extension from an old work. I did this work called Kapua years ago in about 2007 when I was at MIT. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a, a wave that I made. It was a pink sort of wave that was sort of like ominous and 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 and, and threatening and, and sort of washing over the top of the, the house we were staying in in Mangere at the time. So um, I, I feel like it, it was a part of that wave, a part of the discussion that maybe followed us, like this sort of like, this, this um, thing that was coming from from the past or, or following or, or just always ever present anyway, but um, being in in the sort of domestic space and and you know having moved from place to place, there's always this sort of threat. Um, of of loss, you know, like of, 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 and I, I talk about that in a way at the start of the video, mm. but that, that was sort of, sort of like the bleed of history, you know, like the, how history sort of moves, um, at historical events and, 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 um, people's preconceived notions about Māori or, 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 or notions around, um, who we are, you know, like, um, I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm trying to say because I'm not making any sense, but like, you know, every time we've ever moved into a place, um, I can never call up the real estate agents or the landlords or anything like that. It has to be my partner. You know, she, she, her name's Annabelle. She doesn't have an obviously Maori accent because she's not Maori, you know, like she's Sri Lankan. Um, and, um, there's always this sort of thing. Every time I've called up about a place, you know, like I don't have to, like I don't like say, bro, hey, how you? But like, you know, like my as soon as I say my name, there's just like, okay, I I can hear on the other end that they're like disconnecting. They have these preconceived notions about who we are, you know, about what we're doing in the place. You can see, like the, the the house is immaculate. We look after the place like amazing. Don't laugh. <laughs> but like, you know, like this is battle that we're fighting just to like. To, to find a place to, to live and, and to, to live our lives, to maybe, um, you know, um, have this sort of better better life than what we have now. And that that's the the battle for sovereignty that I'm having. You know, like that, that's the battle that we're having. Uh, we, we just want things to improve. We want to have better discussions. We want to have, um, you know, a better life for our son, for him to be okay in the future. And there's a sort of, this world, this sort of like, I wouldn't, you know, like this sort of threat that, that comes in the form of a wave or and at least in that work, you know, that, that, that's sort of on our minds. I guess in, in that particular work, the wave is not formed, but maybe um, at bay. So I do you feel like that is maybe where that particular idea rests now? It's at bay in this particular space. Uh, I, I I wouldn't want to like nail it down to like the in the other in the other work and in, in the couple work it was definitely a threat like mm. it was definitely like you know we're we're barely making ends meet back then 
uh, and I wouldn't say it's at bay. I, you know, like I may just say like it was um, me recording a work and remembering it in the same place as if they could coincide and, and sort of connect um, and a, a way of thinking that would draw the past into the present. Mm. Um, um, what's it like working with um, the sound guy? Solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Solo Vuna. Shout out. <laughs> Unshameless plug. Check yeah, him out. Yeah, no, 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 he's awesome. That's, uh, Solo has been great. Um, uh, there was a, a a sound that I wanted, and I knew that Solo, uh, he's um, great with his voice and great. He's, he's a, a teacher of music um, and choir. I don't know if you call them choir masters, but he's a choir guy. Um, and um, that's what I wanted. I wanted this work to be voice heavy. Um, I also wanted um, some siren sounds as well. Um, and so um, Solo delivered some of the bright colored work because I have a theory around high frequency color and high frequency sound, which I shouldn't say now because now it's out there. <laughs> but, but that's that's sort of what um, Solo was able to deliver. Um, he's awesome, man. Like, um, I hope to invite him around. I just finished the work this morning and hopefully we're going to have a cover session and, um, and, and, you know, like, um, talk about the work and have a recap, but like, it was great working with Solo. Um, yeah. So are you looking, who are you looking forward to hearing at the symposium? Uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to going down and sort of being around a whole lot of, academics and seeing what that world is like and how it's changed over the years. So um, I'm interested to sort of step back into a place that I haven't really been for a long time. Actually, can we talk about your process in releasing small snippets on Facebook and how that helps you or how that works into your process? I, I, well, I, I, I'm a teacher and as a high school teacher, I'm forever making tutorials and, and all that sort of stuff, exemplars for my students. And I, I, I just like spamming stuff that I make. And like, cause I'm, I, I don't know, like you can have a, a conversation with a high school kid, but it's not the same as having a, like a, a broader conversation. You know what I mean? And like, that's sort of what I, I don't know. I feel like I'm having conversation by not having conversation just by showing what I'm doing. Mm. If that makes sense, you know, like just sort of putting it out into the ether. FOMO is fear of missing out, like, but like, um, it's not FOMO. It's something like that. Like, um, there's probably some acronym for it. It'll make one up right now. T A R T I W I D. T weed. Teaweed, yeah, teaweed. The first, first, the first part. Okay. Teaweed, um, W H Y D. Teaweed wide. Yeah. What so does that mean? This is what I've done. What have you done? <laughs> Where's yours? That's what I think art is. You know, like that. You know, like art is all about like sharing an an idea that's turned into something. You know, and like, following that train of. Well, starting a language, starting a discussion, you know, like it, life is boring. You know, like why wait until a show? You can, we can have a hundred million discussions before that. You know, like why wait until like one point 
every few months or six months or like a year or whatever, like then when we could be talking all the time. Any last words? Bam. I choose circuit over other artist video sites. <laughs> Coming to you live from Rangitu here, Hollis. Bam. I choose circuit. Bam. Come to the symposium. <laughs> You've been listening to Circuit Cast with myself, Israel Randall, and my guests, Rangi Tuhia Hollis. Thanks to Creative New Zealand for their support. And thanks for listening. Sovereign Pacific, Pacific Sovereigns, screens at Pataka on Friday, the 23rd of October at 6.30pm. Admission is free, one screening only. Don't miss out.